SCT Bets back again for another episode. Producer Ryan Lee Hall here, as always. You know what? I was actually instructed to play this song for the intro for this week by SCT's very own Roger Shergill. And for good reason. $6,500 payout. Our very own pizza guy. You might know him as pizza guy on Twitter. We know him as Prab. Sixty-five hundred bucks won this past week. What a huge week! If you're not listening to SCT bets, I don't know what you're doing. You want to make money? This is the show for you. We got Cam Stewart back again for another week. Another little look ahead at the NFL. A recap of last week. He joins Tambirana, Joe Marino. Along with the pizza guy. Talk a little Logan Paul, Evander Kane. A little Nate Robinson, that whole little boxing thing that was going on. And also a brand new guest for SCT Bets. You've definitely heard him on the Vancouver Airwaves. It's Bick Nazar of Sportsnet 650. Here to talk more gambling. SCT Bets, the place you want to be to make your money. I don't know where else you would go. SCT Bets, let's get into it. We're going to, you know, talk about what Prab just, you know, accomplished this uh, weekend. You know, you got to respect it. You got to respect it because, um, you know, like I, I never even heard of this stuff, this total stuff before. Like I never, I only do like, you know, betting on my Bodog account, you know, pick parlays or bet against the spread, take the over and stuff like that. This total stuff, explain how you won $6,500 pizza guy. Cause that's impressive. That's a, that's a good weekend. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, uh, thanks. Uh, but it wasn't actually total. Uh, total, oh, a lot of people know about. But this is something new that uh, BCLC or Play Now does. Um, so it's similar to total, but it's Play Now pools. And you can only buy the pool tickets online. So a lot mm-hmm. of people might not know about that. Total, you go to the gas station, you can buy an odd set or point spread. You can do it easily at a gas station corner store. But this one you had to do online. You can only buy them online. And um mm-hmm. So you got to go perfect to win, and uh, and they let you know what the jackpot is, and it uh, depends on how many people win. Certain weeks, 44 people split the jackpot. So depending on the jackpot, uh, it could be a couple hundred bucks or it could be a couple thousand. And in my particular case, it was 13 games uh, because of Thanksgiving. Usually it's 15 games, so that was another uh, edge or advantage that, we, that the players had. So 13 games instead of 15 uh, went perfect, and... And uh, nine, eight other people went perfect as well. So nine of us put the $58,000 jackpot and everybody wow. uh, so divided by, the, by that and uh, took home 65.05.77 from that pool, which is pretty wicked. Yeah, you, you can buy a lot of Elvis pizza with that much money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, about, yeah. About. Be um, a lot of pizza, a lot of pizza going to be eaten this week. <laughs> but uh, honestly, man, that's that's awesome. That's a, uh, you know, that was that was awesome because you were stressed out during we're like in the group chat and stuff 
And I'm saying, uh, do you have the spread? Because I had the spread. And me and Joe are just, you know, watching the game. We're worried about the spread. And I asked Pram, like, do you need the spread or do you need the win? And uh, it was nice to hear you only needed the win because if you took the spread, you, Joe, you know what happened, right? <laughs> oh, man. What a yeah. I, I was devastated. That, that took me – it took me like an hour to not be pissed off. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't over it. Um, I actually um, was so rattled. And I had a good week. I had a good Sunday, you know. You know got the Tampa Bay on plus six uh, with a plus six and a half to cover against uh, after the half. I took plus six and a half there, a plus 140, made some money there. Um, you know, uh, I had another game. I forgot which one Tennessee. was it. Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. I had a Tennessee game, plus 155. That was good. And then, you know, I'm You were hoping- so right about that. You are so right about yeah. splitting the season series there. Exactly, um, the season because, series. Uh, because the Thursday nighter, Indianapolis yeah. beat them. And then, yeah, you, you had a good call on hey, that one. T- Tennessee can beat anyone, though. Yeah, there, exactly. There's not a team in the league they couldn't beat on the right day. Uh, like, they're they're almost always a good underdog pick. And let, let's be honest, boys. If Baltimore is healthy, they win today, right? Like, I said Baltimore Probably. would win, right? Yeah. And I said it would be close today, and it was close. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, if it weren't for the injuries, Baltimore probably splits the, <laughs> the division series there one and one like I said. But, um, yeah, quickly, uh, like, I, I was so rattled. When the Seahawks didn't cover the spread, I went to my laptop and started playing blackjack. I was like, you know what? Oh. I need to, and like, you know, I had a good weekend. I just, I just blew the good weekend because I want, I got greedy. I get, I get greedy sometimes. You know, it happens. But um, speaking of betting, more bets coming up. Uh, let's talk about Evander Kane and uh, and uh, Lo- the Pauls. I'm gonna call them the Pauls because I don't know which one's which. What do you guys think the line's gonna be at that one? I think what the Pauls got to be the favorite. Uh, either whether it's Logan or Jake, um, should be Jake because that's who fought Evander. Or sorry, that's who fought Nate. Um, Nate Robinson. Nate, yeah, yeah. Jake. So okay, last fight Jake Paul was minus two fifty against Nate. So I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna say it's gonna be at least minus two twenty five um, for Paul, and and I think that is warranted too. Like Kane probably come in around like plus one seventy five. So. Like, we've never seen him fight other than the NHL. Hockey fight is a hockey fight. It's way different than boxing. So, like, right now, honestly, you'd have to go with Paul. I hate to say it because I hope he gets beat up. And Vander Kane <laughs> being a local guy, you want him to represent for sure. But if I had to bet it right now, no way I'd be going with Paul. Really? I think that easy money was Kane all day, plus money. Come on. You know, Kane yeah, is but he's not training. Like, no, but you what's Evander Kane after? doing? He's eating Cactus Club and, you know, he's like <laughs> neighbor's living pizza, neighbor's life pizza. The fight's not tomorrow, Joe. The fight's not tomorrow. <laughs> you know, the fight's going to be a set date. You know, they're going to have a set yeah. date that works for everyone. And I'll tell you right now, Evander Kane is named after Evander Holyfield. Right. So, his dad was a boxer. His dad was a boxer. You don't think I think Evander Kane trained boxing when he was a kid. A lot of hockey players Probably. do. Yep. A lot of hockey yep. players do. Prab, what do you think? You, know, you most definitely could be right, but I just uh, just because Jake's fight, I've been following him and uh, his interviews, this and that. And I think Buddy's been to training camp, uh, fight camp. Sorry, I think he's been training for a little bit. Um, and other than that one knockout that uh, Kane had versus Matt Cook when Matt Cook was on Pittsburgh, I don't know about uh, Evander Matt Kane. Cook, you know, no. he's got to put. A, yeah, man. You know, and this, they're on ice, right? But um, so he loves some bombs against Reeves, man. I gotta, oh, I gotta Evander leave. Kane's tough for sure. Yeah, he's tough. I think yeah, I would lean uh, to uh, uh, Jake Paul as well. But would you take the but plus you know, money? Like, wouldn't you just throw the plus money? You know, like I think it's. Yeah, yeah I don't know much about these calls. 
I'll agree. I, yeah, like, I, I'll admit, I don't know much about him, right? So I'm going with no. the person that I've seen fight and, and I know can fight, you know? Yeah. I think you'd, you'd want to bet with your heart and go with Evander yeah. and take the money. But, like, logic would be like, um, no, he hasn't been training. The, both of the Paul brothers, they've been training like crazy. And, like, I don't think boxing's, boxing's not something you just jump in and do. Like, it's not playing slow pitch. Yeah, like, that's true. It's, it's serious, man. Yeah. Like, you don't just jump in on Sunday and hope to play. Like, you're going to no, know, man. Like, look what happened to Nate. Nate looked bad. He was running around the ring like a maniac. Yeah, it but he's a basketball player. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. Those guys don't fight. Um, I mean, you know about the odds. You know if the uh, Evander King puts out a hype video of him skipping rope, beating yeah. up a, a, a box right like, away. Yeah, a lot of money could go on him, and all of a sudden, you know, you get better odds on Jake Paul. This is one of those yeah. things where yeah. there is no advanced stats. There is no, you know what I mean? Like, That's true. Yeah. We got to see, see some sparring vids, Evander. Come on. Yeah. yeah. What about Yo, so Tan, Tan Beer, you should you should jump on that early then if it comes up before. Yeah, if it does come because, up, I hope I hope yeah. they, I hope they do fight. I think it's good for hockey. Let's be honest. I oh, think yeah, it's good for, sure. for hockey. Um, yeah. So I think you know it'd be great if uh, uh, if they fought, but um, you know I think I think Evander could do it. I really believe it. You know he's named after Evander Holyfield for a reason. I believe that, and I might just break the, the the announcing of the fight. You know, me and Evander King go way back, so I might just announce <laughs> the the fight. You know, before people oh, even know about, I might be the you know Adam yeah. Schefter of this uh, <laughs> this event. <laughs> Yo, and hey, if if the playoffs go into summer, you know the Sharks aren't going to be playing, so yeah. he'll be free yeah, instead of sure. golf. He can box. <laughs> We're actually just waiting on Bick Nazar here. Um, I sent him the invite on uh, Twitter. You know, Bick's been ripping it up on uh, picks. Uh, Bick, he's just at, he's just joined the the group right now. So thanks What's for coming on, on Bick. Yeah, man. Thanks for inviting me. Um, we were just uh, I was just gonna tell the audience that you were coming on, even though I don't know what the audience is like, but you know, um, you, you've been ripping it up on Bick Six, so that's why I wanted to get you on today. Um, you know, no NHL's going on. Um, you know, we have a, we mostly have our attention on the Canucks uh, when we when we're on this podcast, but uh. You know, since there's no Canucks, NFL football's on. We love to gamble, so yeah. we've been, uh, you know, you know, just talking gambling uh, every Wednesday. It feels like um, nice to have you on, and uh, uh, let's talk about the. Uh, uh, do you know what I want to talk about? That we were just talking about the Logan Paul, Evander Holyfield. I'm uh, not Evander Holyfield. Evander Kane, uh, the fight. You know, yeah. Evander's actually named after Holyfield, and I was just talking about that. What do you think the odds would be on that one if it came out? You know, like uh, we were just talking about uh, Joe thinks it'd be like plus one ninety five. That's what Nate Robinson opened up at when yeah. he fought uh, Jake Paul. What do you think the line would be if the, those two fought? I think in the same realm for Evander Kane, just because people just watched a professional athlete lose to a guy who's at least had some form of boxing training now the thing is Kane's a lot younger so maybe that plays that aspect in it but I just think it's going to be the same same way because the other thing is like okay when would this fight take place how much training is Evander Kane going to have all this sort of stuff I, I just right. can't imagine he'd be an attractive bet after everyone just watched Paul drop do you think this fight happens uh, Robinson now I know it's his brother and all that sort of stuff but no I don't think it's going to happen it's months and months away from it it being close to happen Okay, but like, does, does, do we know if he has anything in his contract that will limit it? Because you hear stories of guys, you know, they can't ski. There's all these different things in right. guys' contracts you hear about. Like, when I first heard about it, I thought, why would the Sharks let him fight? If I was the Sharks, yeah. I'd be like, no. 
I'd be outraged if I was the Sharks. Like you're gonna go through these 50 <laughs> but, games here, hopefully, and then yeah. like that's your off-season training. You're gonna box. What if you get knocked out? Yeah, it is getting a lot of attention though, Bick. Like uh, he's on TMZ, uh, the TMZ Sports Channel on YouTube, mm-hmm. and he's talking shit on there. And um, he seems like he wants it, and I feel like this could be good for hockey. Like, I, like I don't know if you believe that, but I think it could be great for hockey. Like it could get out in the mainstream. You know, Evander Kane's doing something that no other NHL player has the balls to ever do. And that's what I respect about Evander Kane. And if he could pull this off, it'd be I think it'd be good for hockey. I think it'd be good for, like, you know, Evander Kane's going to, you know, build his brand. And I think more players might look at that in the future and might do that more often, uh, you know, in the future. So to me, this is win-win for Evander Kane. It's yeah. like, like, this exposure for him is great. So long as he doesn't do something stupid and, and say something incorrectly, which I know on Twitter he kind of went down a bad path here uh, uh, talking to Ryan Reeves. But yeah. this is just great exposure for him as a brand. So right. even if this fight never happens, mm-hmm. how many chances was, was Evander King going to get to get onto TMZ Sports and be one of the lead stories? Uh, <laughs> exactly. he's, he's done a great job in theory of like piggybacking this Tyson-Jones fight and raising awareness about him. And then... Mm-hmm. If it means more sponsorships, whatever it is, it's all win-win. He never has to do the fight. Like he's a professional athlete. Like you're only risking getting yeah. mocked. It's the same thing that happened to Nate Robinson. Yeah. It's all only bad things can happen if you actually fight. I, I think that uh, you know, I think that you know, he's actually named. Like I said, he was named after Vander Holyfield. His uh, dad uh, was a uh, amateur boxer in the past. Uh, I think that NHL players do train boxing in the off season. So. You know, this, this if this fight does happen, and I think it, it has a possibility of happening because the hype surrounding it, and I think Evander Kane might be one of those athletes that will fight for it to happen. Um, you know, just because he's different, he you know he shows it. And San Jose Sharks, as an organization, are different. They, they might even allow it. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that it'd be great for hockey. So, you know, I think uh, I would take that easy money. On Evander Kane, I know I don't know much about Jake and Logan Paul, but I feel like he can I, win that fight. Look, I, I'll totally admit some bias and some ignorance here. I was a sucker on Saturday. I just like woke <laughs> up, checked the betting odds, and I was like, "Who is Jake Paul?" Yeah. I was like, "I know who Nate Robinson is. This guy's a professional athlete." Yeah, at three to one, I'll throw something down on Jake uh, yeah. on, on Nate Robinson, and then I watched exactly, the fight. Yeah. You're like, "Oh, he has no idea what he's doing." <laughs> cash out, yeah. cash out, cash out. He got served up. I didn't even have time to cash out. He got knocked down <laughs> so fast. And so, like, I, I look, man, on Saturday, I got took. So, yeah. shout out to Jake Paul. Congratulations, right? Like, you can't call him soft. He won in the ring and, and dominated a professional athlete. Yep. So, Logan Paul, uh, I did watch Logan Paul's fight against, uh, I'm probably biting K- on that KSI, guy's name. KSI, right? I think, maybe. KSI. Yeah, yeah. KSI, yeah. KSI. I remember watching those two, yeah. And, look, I was unimpressed. But with, with yeah. any semblance of training, like boxing is not fighting. I think people need to remember that. Like it's mm-hmm. there. There's a style to it, and man, like I'm still laughing about how bad Nate Robinson got worked. And I imagine <laughs> yeah, Logan Paul would just be like, oh, "Man, I got six months to train for this." While this guy's in the corner battling against you know Drew Doughty and Quinn Hughes. Yeah. This is this is free money for Logan Paul. So let's talk yeah. about the NFL games. Come, do you want to say something, Prab? No, yeah, I was going to say let's switch gears and maybe talk about uh, the, Monday Nighter and the, what an ending to that Seattle-Philly game. Like, unbelievable yeah. beat for people that had a bad number. Not even a bad number, but just six and a half. And, no, 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 no. no. It, it, unbelievable it is a bad win. number. It is it? Yeah, because it, yeah. it did start off at five and a half. <laughs> exactly. And I, know ta- and I know we've talked about what's the, maybe the 
the most important day of NFL betting in a better's life besides Sunday. Sunday is game time and this and that. But the next most important day might be Monday, right? Just you get the opening lines. Uh, if you have yeah. a read and you handicap your own games, you jump on those early lines and you hope your players don't get COVID throughout the week, right? Because that can just, <laughs> just take that number. Yo, and if, if you would have bet else, Seattle at the beginning of the week, you would have been fine because it yeah. was five and a half and yeah. six. I, I cashed my the, ticket, right? I was fine. Did, I yeah. my oh, you ticket. did? Oh, I did it. Yeah. I did it. <laughs> that was tough. That was a tough one. My my advice to people is like for people that are doing offshore, right? It's like have multiple accounts and and shop and, and try to see where the line yep. is going to move, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you can tell just by the way it's priced. That if you can get an idea of, of where these things are moving, if you wanted to wait, so you saw five and a half, you're like, hey, what if it comes down to four and a half? Okay, but you got to right. do your research. Don't just blindly mm-hmm. guess that it's going to go to four and a half. It was obvious Seattle yeah. was going to go up to six at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today's game was a, a stinker, but I, I believe that if Baltimore was healthy, they'd probably go one on one in the division, right? Do you agree? Uh, yeah. Uh, I think the way Baltimore plays, I, I'm not convinced that they're a great team, but the way they want to play matches up very well with Pittsburgh. And styles yeah. make fights in the NFL. And you know, the, they, they the just have Pittsburgh, the ability to run on Pittsburgh. Yeah, like I, I haven't liked Pittsburgh's recent form. Um, so I was looking ahead, nope. like they've got Buffalo, they've got Cleveland, and they've got the Colts on the schedule. So, you know, I was pretty confident they were going to go undefeated a few weeks ago. But with their recent form, I, I don't know, like that Buffalo game, that Colts defense, I'm really not sold they're going to go undefeated now. No, it, it's tough. And you kind of put them into historical context against other undefeated teams at this stage of the season. They are right. one of the weakest, if not the weakest, uh, in, in history. So they're obviously a, a top three, top five team. No one's disputing that. It's just when we when you see undefeated in December, you think, oh, oh my God, they're going right to the Super Bowl. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if they lost in the first round. Mm-hmm. I, I could see them losing to well, a team like Tennessee. You know what I mean? Like Tennessee yeah. Titans, like they're not a bad. Derrick Henry is a monster, and he could. You know, I, they beat Baltimore last year. I could see them beating Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Easy. Um. Yeah. What about? Yeah. Joe was saying. I just say. Yeah. Like Joe's I said earlier, Tennessee's. Yeah. Like you. Tennessee's always a good underdog to take. Like, there's no yeah. team in the league they can't beat. Like, really. Yeah, I agree. But I, I don't know. I, I don't see them beating Pittsburgh in the playoffs for sure, though. That that would be a toss up. I probably lean points there. Um, but it's all going to depend on first round matchup for sure. Um, Beck, um, who do you like this upcoming Sunday? The Cleveland Browns are probably an underdog going up against the Titans. Um, the Detroit Chicago game is forty five as a total. There, do you like a, a underdog this week, uh, this Sunday or Monday? Oh yeah, um, this weekend is pretty interesting. Like there's some games that that jump out to me that are. I do think this is kind of like a hold-your-nose weekend because some mm-hmm. of the worst teams are like undervalued here, like the Jacksonville Jaguars to me at Minnesota. I think 10.5 points is wild for a, wow. for a, a Vikings team that <laughs> like can't really stop the run. They can lose in the trenches, and if it becomes a shorter game, 10.5 points is a lot of points. Um, I do like Cleveland. Detroit is an interesting one just because they just fired Matt Patricia. And, and do you get like a, a tension relieving game from the Detroit lions where it's like, mm-hmm. all right, we, we, we don't have to live with this guy anymore. And, and now we can 
just kind of be ourselves and not worry about being criticized and being chewed out on the sideline or in the locker room. And they got a perfect and opponent I, it, for it, that game as well. There's just uh, exactly. Trubisky and uh, mm. the Bears, right? Yeah. It's the exact opposite, right? It's Detroit has the relief of getting their fired coach out, and Chicago's probably just walking on eggshells. Their season's done. They're not going to the playoffs, mm-hmm. and there's no trust with Matt Nagy there and that whole offensive staff with Bill Lazor. So uh, that's an interesting one to me that I know nobody wants to buy into Detroit, but as you know, divisional game, just take the three points. And remember, they should have won in week one. It's a drop pass by DeAndre Sift, and, and Chicago is so lucky to even get back into that game. I, I do think Detroit's kind of an interesting uh, dog this week. Division games, one and one. I like that. That's what that's what I usually go for too. Um, I like the Arizona Cardinals against uh, LA Rams. Do you? Yeah. So when I was punching these, you know, all the numbers in, um, and, and I saw three points, I immediately looked like that one was a trap to me. I'm going to avoid it completely unless it slips to two and a half. And then maybe I jump on the LA Rams, but I'm a big fan of what the LA Rams are doing. Now they have a big loss with Andrew Whitworth going out, but I really like what the Rams are doing. I just felt like I saw the three and I was like, Oh man, that just feels like it's begging people to take the Arizona Cardinals. Um, Cause really the Cardinals have not been that impressive recently. We were talking about it today on football central and, Somebody if you start heard. going through the Cardinals' uh, history yeah. uh, here in the past uh, six weeks, so they beat Seattle. Now, if we go back into that game when they beat Seattle, mm-hmm. it's they're, they're fourth and long. They're down 10 points. They're about to kick a field to go down seven, and they might not even get the ball back for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. And what happens? Benson Mayoa takes a, one of the dumbest penalties in the season, extends that drive. They score a touchdown, and we know what happens. They end up winning in overtime. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a you know fluke happenstance. Against the Bills, they needed a Hail Mary yeah. to win that game. <laughs> yeah. Right? And so you start going through this. They lose to the Dolphins. They lose to the Seahawks. They uh, lose to the Patriots. I'll probably they should have won that game. But the past six weeks, the Cardinals have not been that impressive. I agree. But uh, I think uh, against divisional game, uh, they, these two have teams haven't even played each other yet. So this is where, like, you know, they're at home. I know home field doesn't really matter nowadays, but I know I just feel like this is a game where they bounce back, and I don't think the Rams are as good as they they look. Like I know Jared Goff is always sketchy to me. Mm-hmm. Like I've never, I've never, I like Kyler Murray over Jared sure Jared Goff all day. Um, but their defense is legit though, right? Like Ramsey and uh, Donald, they're they're monsters. Well, more than just that, I think their defensive coordinator might be probably the best hire this NFL mm-hmm. season. Uh, and I mean, like, head coach and coordinator level, right? It, mm-hmm. Going from Wade Phillips to this was a bold choice by Sean McVay, and it's worked out. So Brandon Staley's been a home run for them. And I just – I don't necessarily believe that the numbers um, back up what the talent is, and, and that's why it's important to to merge both, right? You can't just live by the numbers. You can't just live by watching the games. you got to try to merge two. And yeah, Jared Goff's not special, but Sean McVay's a, you know, arguably one of the best coaches in the league, a, a top five coach. And if if Jared Goff is comfortable, then he can succeed. And without Chandler Jones, I'm just not sure how Arizona is going to generate enough pressure to you know put him off his game. And, and I just think they'll be able to run on him. And, and the fundamentals of the game, LA Rams are really good at. The one thing was the the Rams though the running game hasn't been great, has it? Like I, I feel like they're like no, uh, it hasn't just, exactly. So their their offense is just not good, and and I think you need to have at least one of those in order to win. 
big games, you know. So um, it was it was a kind of encouraging to see Cam Akers kind of flash last week. That's the guy I've wanted to see more mm-hmm. so than anyone. Uh, like I, I had Daryl Henderson stock, but uh, sold it last year. Mm-hmm. But I, I do like Cam Akers. If, he, if he's a guy, we saw him get nine carries on uh, I think eighty yards last week. I'll be mm-hmm. one on a a big run. But like, he's a guy if they can get going, then he, he's a rookie running back. You know they tend to take a bit of time to. Uh, if he can get going, that's big for that offense. Yeah. You know, I don't believe in the Rams um, overall. I think at three, if you tease that up to nine or ten, I think that's a really good look. Mm-hmm. But I, I just can't buy into the Rams. Yeah, the teaser's definitely like a strong play in that scenario. It, it just something about the three immediately jumped out to me. I thought it'd be three and a half, four. When I saw three, it's just it, alarm bells were ringing. I, I want to put more work into it, obviously, to, to review it over the next couple of days. But that one immediately was was struck me as one I just kind of maybe just want to avoid. Yeah, I would think uh, maybe avoid that one. There might be a little bit of an overreaction just because they lost uh, lost to the 49ers and then uh, how Arizona had lost mm-hmm. to... Uh, and It might be getting devalued a little bit by uh, the fan bases, by the betters. And divisional game could go either way. Um, I would take that game if you could get three and a half. Yeah, plus three and a half. Uh, yeah. I would take that in a divisional game. The hook might matter there. The thing, it's a good point on the Rams being undervalued too. It's... I bet the 49ers last week on the spread and on the money line because mm-hmm. I thought it was a perfect schedule spot for San Francisco. You had L.A. coming off of beating Seattle, divisional game, beating mm-hmm. the Buccaneers, which is you know an important game considering all the hype were surrounding them. And then San Francisco's season, you know, it's gone completely haywire. Yeah, it's a divisional game, but it's, it's, it's kind of a big brother, little brother thing for the L.A. Rams in that scenario. San Francisco coming off a bye, all the players getting healthy again. That was their rallying cry moment. If you want to salvage your season, you got to win here. And they, they got some turnovers and still barely won that game. So I, I just think it was a bad spot for L.A. They can get focused again back here coming up this week. Hey, Bick, um, you had mentioned that you had some uh, interest in the Browns this week. Are you going to money line? Or are you going to point? I, I believe it's six and a half. Uh, I Generally speaking, any underdog I take that's like yep. four and above. I'll take like ten percent of my bet and just put it on the money line every time. Okay, but your 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 pick with them is on the point, so. Yeah, like I yeah, it's so it, the last I saw it was at five and a half. Has it moved up to six? I seen that six. Yeah. Stellar. Uh, I'm gonna wait till basically Sunday on that one because yeah. I think everyone everyone's gonna take Tennessee because they just watched them uh, whooping yep. uh, the Colts and Derrick Henry and she's gonna be like, oh yeah, it's gonna happen all over again versus Cleveland. What Cleveland's doing offensively with that offensive line and Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt, that offensive line is, is special. And they yeah. can mouse some guys down. And especially against Tennessee, like, they don't have a good run defense. You can run on them. And if, if you yeah. give me six and a half, seven points, I, I doubt it gets to seven. But if you give me six and a half points with a, with a strong running game and, and probably the best defender in that game is Miles Garrett. So he, he can make plays on his own. And Tennessee's missing their left tackle and Taylor Luan. Quensbury's a nice story, but I'll take Miles Garrett versus him every single time. Mm-hmm. And he can force fumbles. He's so good at it. And if, if Brian Hannell gets, you know, happy feet, it's, it's great for us. So the, the Cleveland's definitely be one that's on my radar as well. Bick, when you go into the week, uh, do you have a certain, um, not a formula, but do you look for four or five spread games and two or three o- totals, uh, total plays? Or is it anything like that? Or do you just see what you like and you bet it? 
Uh, I know people that play five games on the spread per week, and that's it. No, no totals. Just pick a side on the spread, maximum five games, and that's what they do every week. And they try to get three. They don't go for perfect. Obviously, they they would go for perfect. Right. They love a perfect week, but their goal is just to hit sixty percent uh, at the end of the year. I mean, sixty percent is phenomenal, right? I, I generally think if you can get fifty-five, mm-hmm. like you, you should be turning a profit. Uh, absolutely, it, it's for me. It's our biggest edge as betters is not making a bet, right? Because if you go yeah, into like, yeah. oh, I, w- I want to make a pick on every game and yeah. I want to prove how right I am. Man, every offshore book, every casino is like, yes, try your luck. We would yeah. love that. That's why we're building bigger hotels and we're That's able to bring problem, in. Bec. That's my problem, Vic. That's my problem. Dude, it's the worst thing you can do. It's the worst thing you can do. I did that. So, yeah. so for me, it's uh, like I, I know in the station I do the, the thing where six picks and yeah. it's it's part of the branding. Um I don't try to always do six picks. Me personally, it, it's it's mm-hmm. usually I wind up doing it anyways. But if, if you can try to do it, like, hey, I only like three games, so I'm yeah. only going to bet three games. Yeah, and and there's going to be some weeks where you're like eleven, so just do eleven. But you got to make sure you find the value, and you mm-hmm. got to make sure there's value for it. Yeah, <clears throat> that's the big thing for me. So generally speaking, yeah, I hover around six to seven to to eight picks. But if there's a week where I only like three games, I'm only going to play three games. But generally speaking, with totals and teasers, mm-hmm. like you can find ways to make enough picks. But player but like, player props, it's like unlimited now. What you can sure. bet on, right? But yeah, you got to be very disciplined and be very selective. If you want to be a winner, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, if if you just want to do it for fun and you know five bucks and, and whatever, <laughs> yeah, have at it. But if you're trying to be productive in this, I would say being selective is way too important. Hey, Bic, yep. thanks for coming on. Um, re- really appreciate it. Um, you know, you've been doing great on Big Six, on um, Sports Night 650 there uh, uh, in the afternoons there at, uh, at 4 o'clock. I've been listening to you guys' show uh, whenever I can, the pods and everything. And, uh, you know, Tage, you know, cursed you last week a little bit there uh, at the end. But, uh, you know, I think, you know, we have to respect your work there because, uh, you know, going almost 60%, you're, I think you're having around the 50s. Yeah, I was I was having a good run. I was at like sixty four, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then I had one awful week, and it just ruined everything. Yeah, it's a uh, uh, it's, it's very uh, great work by you. And uh, you can just plug your Twitter in, and you know, tell the audience yeah, where uh, sure. where we it's, can find uh, you. It's at Bic six fifty B I K six fifty, obviously for uh, Sportsnet six fifty twelve to one uh, Monday to Friday. It's Football Central, and then four to seven. I produce uh, with Andrew Walker and Sat Shaw uh, on the program. Uh, it is the I, best show. On, on radio, appreciate that. I, appreciate I love it. I love their show. Um, you know, everybody talks about you know the radio wars and everything, but uh, honestly, I love your guys' show needs more respect because you know when you got to talking gambling, you got me, you got me right there, you got me, <laughs> you know, hooked right there. So look, we're, we're nothing if not current and, and understand what the people want. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. I appreciate the invite, guys. Uh, mm. You know, the SCT community I know is legendary, so I'm glad I could get on the show. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yo, is that, ask- is that Kimbo Slice in the bottom right corner? Oh, no, it's Brab. Sorry. I thought it was Kimbo Slice. The guy came called- back to life? I've been I've been called Kimbo Slice, James Harden. Uh, those are those are, those are those are the nice names I've been called. Uh, then there's Taliban, yeah, Packy, you know, and then then there's a whole other. Yeah. <laughs> it's just another the white side Hey hey hey, what's up? How's it going? How are you guys doing? We're doing good.
We're, we're doing uh, all right. We're doing all right after that uh, Monday yeah. nighter beat and uh, the beat uh, today. Cam, which which was the worst beat? Uh, the ending of the Seattle Philly game or the ending? Uh, not the ending particularly, but uh, the score of this game, the Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Oh, Seattle, Seattle Eagles for sure. Hail Mary pass the guy lying out. Got to give Rogers credit. That was a good play. The guy's lying on his back, made a play. Ball didn't hit the ground. That's what I told Marenzi on the show today. It's like people see Trace McSorley. You know, he's horrible. Guy was a good quarterback at Penn State, but he sits in there and I go, wow, first throw, guy's skipping rocks. Like, pop, 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 pop. Other one, worm burner. I'm like, oh, here we go. It's Trace McSorley time. And then, you know what, though? These games, even more so with COVID, man, and I saw that play. That guy put up that ball. It was going about 20 miles an hour. It had no zip on it. The Pittsburgh DBs like just about to break on the ball. Hollywood Brown catches it, but the guy's flying right by him. And then ding, 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 ding. He gone. Touchdown. And I'll tell you something, guys. Like This stuff's happening all the time now. I'm going to tell you. Here's the thing. Hey, Joe, you know what the story is. I like yep. your style, Joe. You look like an old bookie I used to know, actually. <laughs> you know, I, that's say hey, when you guys, li- Joe, Joe's your Joe's your muscle on the show. I'll tell you. Yeah, that. he is. He knows the shit. He knows I, the I, shit. I, well, I could just look at him and go, yeah. this guy, yeah, he, he's not his first. It's not his first rodeo. I will say this, guys. I'm going to tell you. Whatever. I don't even care. Say you bet 10 times. Better team, worst team, whatever. If everyone's on one side, you don't even have to do any research. Yeah. Like don't, yeah. don't go to covers. Oh, blah, 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 these guys. Oh, yeah, my free pick of the day and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Fade them or else just, you know what? Because seven out of 10 times, it's going to happen where New Jersey, Vegas, all these places, they need underdogs. Yeah. They need yep. Philly. No one's betting Philly. Carson Wentz looks horrible. Who's betting yep. Baltimore with RG3, right? You know what I mean? And Trace McSorley comes in. Like, mm-hmm. this is this is the stuff, man. Like, things have changed, guys. I, I was gambling, like, since I was a kid, and things were more up on, like, you know, uh, legit. Let's just say things were on the up and up. Like, when you bet, like, when I first started betting, I met my bookie at Burger King and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Envelopes were exchanged. Like, we knew, me and my buddy, when Tom Glavin, Greg Maddox, Smoltz, any of those guys were pitching for the Atlanta Braves, we'd win, like, eight out of ten times. It didn't even matter if they were favorites or not. We're not in this world anymore. Everybody and their mother bets. There's way more money being thrown around. And the thing is, weird stuff's going to happen. So the way I look look at stuff now, guys, is I will bet games with spreads, but you got to diversify have like money line parlays and other stuff. Like you can't just do one thing anymore. Like if you're just right. taking like the Seahawks minus six and a half, not buying a point or you're taking Pittsburgh minus 10 and a half, like sure yeah. you'll win sometimes, but in today's world, you gotta, mm-hmm. you know, put parlays and teasers yeah. and do some other stuff because it's crazy. What dogs do you like the, this upcoming week coming up here at cam? Uh, uh, we had a guy on earlier, Bick. He liked Detroit Lions against the Chicago Bears this week. So, Fired coach. <laughs> yeah. So do I. Yeah. Matt Matt Patricia, like, honestly, these guys yeah. are throwing a party right now. Yeah. Guy, guy comes rolling in with a pencil behind his ear. I'm a Bill Belichick disciple. You guys are going to listen to me. I'm going to wear shorts in the winter. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. 
You know what? Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Yeah, Jim Caldwell, yeah. Jim Caldwell was a good coach who got fired because they made a mistake and panicked. They were a nine win yeah. football team and Detroit has taken a step back. I don't yeah. know if they're going to beat the bears. I'd wait for the hook at three and a half, four. It's three right now. I lean Detroit too. I got to believe, but, but injuries are important, right? Galladay changes everything. He stretches the field and Adrian yeah. Peterson might've had a good Thanksgiving game, but if Swift comes back and they have options that I'll like Detroit. Trubisky looked horrible in that game versus the Packers, but I kind of lean Detroit too. You know, after a firing, it's always good to, to take the team. In the NHL in particular, after the coach gets fired, it's always a yeah. good look. I'm not sure what the numbers say in NFL, but um, it's definitely a good spot. So we looked there. Um, we had just to go over to um, boxing for a second. We were talking earlier about uh, this potential Vander Kane and Jake Paul. So, First off, just you know your thoughts on the fight and where would you handicap that? Wow, that's a didn't see this one coming there, Joe. You threw me for a loop. <laughs> like, okay, well, like Nate Robinson was plus one ninety five. Sorry, who's um, Jake? It's good for yeah, hockey. Jake was yeah, who's we plus one ninety five. Who's plus one ninety five? Then Nate Robinson, the guy who got KO'd, he was yeah, plus yeah, yeah. one ninety five. Correct. Jake Paul was minus two fifty. So I was thinking maybe one seventy five. Um, for Evander Kane, maybe minus 225 Jake Paul. Um, but, you know, we were talking, I, I would still lean with Jake Paul because I don't see how Evander Kane's going to have time to train. But, you know, where do you, where would you stand on that fight? That's tough. I will say this. I've met Evander Kane a few times. I've seen him, and he's the type of guy, he's got a fuse. Uh, in, yeah. that in that type of fight, I would actually think Kane – if he can finish him off early, like in a hockey fight, like, you know what I mean? The first couple minutes, yeah. if he has gas, I actually think he might be value as a dog. And um, the, I'll tell you one thing about that guy. He doesn't care. He'll yeah, go yeah. in, he'll, he'll go in there guns mm -hmm. a blazing and throw. And it's kind of like those heavyweights in UFC. If you clip them, great. But the longer the fight goes, eh, that could be an issue. But I'll tell you one thing. I wouldn't bet against Evander Kane, and I don't like laying juice. So mm -hmm. for me, it would be yeah. Kane or nothing, Joe. I didn't. Well, I don't know what's going on with you, Joe. Like you're throwing <laughs> weird hockey boxing fights at me. I'll give you a golf pick or something. But man, <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> do, do, you, um, uh, do you like what Evander Kane's doing? And do you think it's good for hockey that he's trying to do this? Like, uh, you know, guy's got 3 million ballers, that Logan Paul guy, you know, uh, hockey in the States is, you know, the fourth, the fourth best league. And I hear that college women's college basketball <laughs> gets more viewership. You know, <laughs> the thing about hockey is it's also a misconception guys. Like I work for this company, you know, and they're always like, Hey, you guys, I remember when we first started, you talk too much hockey, but let's call it out for what it is. <laughs> Hockey's popular. Even when we're in New York, you don't think there's Ranger fans, Devils fans, whatever. It's just not the same as football or whatever. Like mm -hmm. the fans that they have are lessened, but they're hardcore. Mm -hmm. That's why hockey doesn't go up against big sports. It's like, we got our viewers, we got our guys, and this is the way it's going to be. It's hard mm -hmm. for the sport to get new people because they're already embedded. Like we grew up with the stuff. We're there. We'll watch any hockey game. I'll watch, you know what I mean? Anything like that. But the thing is, for people to be ignorant and say, oh, hockey, uh, you know, no one cares. Hey, in Boston, Minnesota, like those are hockey markets, right. man. Like I traveled around when I worked at the score to do the journey of the cup. They're mm -hmm. just as hardcore as like the fans we have. You guys in Vancouver, me in Toronto, like there's mm -hmm. great fans, but there's guys in the States who care like us. It's just not the same yeah. extent. We just have, there's just more of us. That's all it is. Yeah. But the fans that they have are hardcore.
Hey, Cam, um, let's get some uh, – do, do you like any more dogs or do you like o- over? Because I don't like betting the under. You know, I like only betting overs. Um, you sound but, like Morancy. <laughs> you know, why, why cheer for no, why cheer for no, uh, you know, touchdowns and, you know, points. Yeah, sometimes no you got to do what you got to do, man. If yeah. a game's like, the thing is overs look great. And in the NFL, you're right. I wouldn't take as many unders because the way the refs call the games, mm-hmm. but here's a couple games that I'm looking at this week. I haven't pulled the trigger yet. Cause I got to look at line movement. Mm-hmm. I kind of got laughed at today. I love the chargers against the Patriots. What are they getting? One, one and a half. I know the yeah. Chargers are notorious chokers, but I'll tell you one thing about New England. They're not that good. They're not mm-hmm. that no. good. And the Charger as, Chargers are at home. I have a feeling they show up this week and get and get like a 7-10 to 10 point win. I like that game. Another game, people are probably going to bet the Rams. I kind of lean Cardinals right now at plus 3. I don't know why. I know Kyler Murray is nursing an injury, but that's something that made my card. If you want to take uh, the Raiders in a bounce-back spot against the Jets, I don't want to lay the seven and a half by a half point, whatever you want to do. But I think the Raiders smoked the Jets. I usually take dogs. That's one favorite that I like. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's about it right now. I'm thinking. And we talked about uh, the Detroit Pussycats against uh, <laughs> the Teddy Bears. Yeah, that was uh, those are the two most embarrassing uh, franchises in the, you know, in the league, I think. The well, Bears can the- suck it. And I'll tell you another thing. Their coach, the guy's a moron. Uh, you know, honestly, like people rip on Adam Gase. Like, what are these guys doing? Oh, we need to be better. This guy, this guy. Hey, dude, like you're doing a horrible job, man. Like you're yeah. doing a horrible job. And when a quarterback comes up to you and says, man, these plays have no chances of success. That's Nagy. That's Nagy and the coach's fault. He's blaming yeah. the players. You throw Trubisky yeah. out there. Guys and play, played in forever. Uh, the guy had one bad quarter against Atlanta, and then you just make the team go with Nick Foles? Like, give me a break. Trubisky's not a great quarterback, but his, also his confidence has been ruined because he doesn't know oh, what absolutely. the hell's going on at the time. Yep. The team thinks. And they're, and they're wasting a, a great defense there. They have a good defense, but their offense yep, blows. What Nagy gave up the play calling, too, which I didn't understand. So, um, you know, he's probably on his last legs. Just one thing, just to get back to the totals, just real quickly. This time of year with things getting intense and the weather starting to get nasty, do you start looking at unders a little more? You just kind of take it game by game. Because this weekend, there's a few unders that I do like. Um, But throughout the year, I think it's uh, 90 overs, 83 unders, and three pushes. So I'm just not sure if I should start looking for unders a little more now. Yeah, you know what, Joe? You you can look for unders, but here's the thing. Regular conditions, like this is the thing about um, conditions that people don't worry about. A little bit of snow, a little bit of rain, who cares? Wind. Look for wind and look for things over like 20, 25 miles an hour once it gets there. Then quarterbacks can't throw. They're going to hand off the ball. There's a big misconception. Oh, you know, it's snowing out. Unless it's a friggin' like downpour. Like we got three feet here the other day. God, I wish I lived in Vancouver. Yeah, it was pretty nice today. It was cold, Uh, but yeah, of course it was. Of course it was. My dad's my dad's father went to Washington. He's a Washington Husky. My cousin played football with the Washington State Cougars. Why the hell am I living here? I should be living out west. It's my dream. I love mountains. I love the West Coast. God, I hate this place. I'm only here because I'm taking care of my parents and they're Mm -hmm. elderly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's fair. That's, that's that's the deal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sorry guys. Uh, I had a couple couple drinks between shows. It's been a rough week. (laughs) 
<laughs> it has been that that bad beat that seattle bad beat had me oh. on the floor too man it had why me would on they the go for floor. two i'm still trying to figure out why oh why, yeah why you know why they two? went for two that's what they do of course yeah, they went for two are yeah. you kidding me an extra uh, point come on fuckers those fuckers yeah, yeah they are fuckers but yeah. hey welcome to betting man everyone yeah. talk oh you're the bad beat me and Marenzi could put our bad beats in like a filing cabinet and it would be like spewing all over the floor. Like, <laughs> yeah. I get hey guys, Seahawks are, and then the crazy thing is, Seahawks are involved in all those games. The game yeah. with the Packers a long time ago, New England yeah. at the goal line, San Francisco at the goal line. It's uh, crazy. New England at the, the goal line. Seahawks man. are involved. You better take some uh, Metamucil, some Pepto Bismol, yeah. <laughs> throw back a, a couple tequila shots. And, yeah. hey, man, right. I hope you're okay. That's all. Hey, Seattle's favored by 10 this weekend against the Giants. They got Colt McCoy going. Uh, he hasn't won since 2014. But, you know, you sit there, you go, shit, I'm just going to take the Giants. <laughs> I got to be honest with you, Joe. Seattle hasn't made my card yet, but, yeah. you know, it's a lot of points. Colt McCoy is horrible, but I also don't want to lay 10 points. Right now, mm -hmm. that game might be, like, teased or i gotta do yeah, something else with that game. yeah tease yeah because sure. i can't i can't lay 10 i just don't I, do you know that. cam i actually put a I, I got russell wilson at plus 225 for mvp um i actually laid three bills on it i know it's not looking good because mahomes is just fucking ripping it up and last week uh the last game uh russell just played he only had one touchdown do you what do you like my chances still or do you think that uh mahomes got this I'm sorry, friend, but uh, <laughs> it doesn't look very good. It does, but you yeah. know what? I got no prize. It's not the end of the world. Look, look at me. I took Chase Claypool at the start of the year. What was mm -hmm. he like on one of my books? I think he was like hundred to one or like it was the stupidest wow. price I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And I have him for rookie. Uh, he's not going to get it. They're going to give it to Herbert or two or one of these yeah. guys. Like, but yeah. he's yeah. there. Jefferson. I think Russell Wilson finishes probably third. Damn. Definitely, definitely. I, I think you should uh, get it. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, Cam, do you play prop player props as well? I know uh, betting future is like rookie of the year, Super Bowl winner. They're long term bets. Do you ever do uh, player props? Or yeah, uh, I do. Guys, I work with do it more than me. Know what props yeah. I like? I like like third and fourth receiver props at low numbers. Like for Seattle, like a guy like Moore at 17 and a half because everyone's focused on Metcalf and Lockett. Yeah, yeah. One of those guys are going to do. And another props that I look at, quarterback rushing yards. Mm -hmm. Last, yeah, uh, Carson Wentz hit his number. Today, RG3 did. Look oh, for a low number play. with quarterback rushing props. Other than that, I don't play as uh, as much. So okay, You don't okay. you do not do many touchdowns? I, I do, yeah. Anytime touchdowns, I do yeah. that too, Joe. Okay. But. It depends. Yeah. I also don't want to lay anything over like a buck fifty. Like once it starts getting yeah. like crazy numbers, I'm like, yeah, like I saw good. Dalvin Cook at like minus three sixty. Like yeah. I get it. He's gonna yeah, get a touchdown. Good. No thanks. I don't I want to. Yeah. I got I Gus Edwards today at plus one forty. That's a good number there. I agree. With that. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Anyway, fellas, I better. Uh, I think I got to call into my other show right okay. now because. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> could you uh, let the audience know where Thanks that where that show is and uh, where else they could find you? Because uh, yeah, thank uh, you, thanks. Yeah. yeah, we're at we're at SportsGrid. Go on to SportsGrid.com. Mm -hmm. uh, me, Gabe Morenci, a lot of really cool people at the station. We talk fantasy sports and gambling. It's not your regular show. Great hey, stories too. Hey, Great hey, stories. Everybody, we got highlights <laughs> of the game tonight. I got to be honest with you, like. I'm sick and tired of like the regular mainstream stations. It's like, mm -hmm. it's ridiculous. Like I watch yeah. this stuff. It's like, if you're a real fan, you don't need that stuff. You could do it yourself, mm -hmm. but you know, we tell 
you know, bad jokes, fun stories, and yeah. uh, we try to have a good time. That's all. Oh, I catch, I catch, I catch, I uh, catch, catch it nightly on YouTube, and uh, yeah, I do too. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's so fun. <laughs> it, the show is so fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, struggle, awesome. I'm struggling a little bit this week with all the new clocks and everything, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'll hang in there. But anyway, fellas, uh, I don't really tweet out bets because the only reason I don't do it, like Gabe, is I always feel guilty when people lose. But yeah, if there's anything that I do you know, and I love it. I get really busy. I got a girlfriend. My mm. parents are elderly, but I'll DM you. Like if there's yeah. something that looks real, real good, we can yeah, uh, for sure. awesome. do that. Um, yeah, for sure. Awesome. And it's always, it's always awesome having you on whenever you have time. We love to have you on. We like on Wednesdays of the day. It looks like we've decided to do it. Um, so whenever, uh, whenever you have time, hop on and talk some gambling. Sounds nice. That couch looks really comfortable, by the way. It is very comfy. You know, I could recline it. It's like a lazy boy. It's funny. Um, You guys, you guys are doing a hell of a lot better than me. I should uh, be a roommate at your uh, party. You know what? Indian, Indian, uh, Indian families are different, Cam. I don't know. If yes, they are. they are. Scottish, different. Scottish <laughs> families are like, Hey man, uh, are you going to go out and get a, get a job when you're 12 years old? Indian families are like, can I help you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <no? laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I trust me. I know I got a couple Indian yeah. friends. I'm like, God, yeah. you guys got it good, man. But yeah, anyway, all, all, all the, all the best to you guys. We'll talk soon. We've got the brown bucks. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> brown bucks. I like that. I, I need I need some brown bucks. Later, fellas. I can see it. Later. <laughs> oh, that's the best. I love it.